0: This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles.
1: Oh my god!
0: Hey John
2: Medina, can you give me some tips about podcasting? Also, I love it when Jay tells you to shut the fuck up.
0: That's my favorite part.
2: Can you tell me how to be like that?
0: Welcome to the A Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out! In
3: 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for demise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound me in the ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, Maybe you can listen to the A-Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT.
2: They prefer their magic untainted by the internet.
0: Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking Mindslaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina.
1: I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. (laughs) (laughs) And now,
3: the A-Team. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 87 of the A-Team Podcast. This is KYT with
4: Jay and Scott. How's it going, boys? Sweet. (laughs) Attack! 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 So I heard.
3: Um, well, game day was last weekend, and I heard one of you
4: became the game day champion. Is that true? True or false? It's somewhat true. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> it is somewhat true. Well, it's
2: true. I have the championship mat. It says that I am the champion. Because for the last, forever long, they keep cutting out the "n" on the champion. <laughs> so it just says that I am the game day champion. That must be Japanese or something.
3: Does it mean a lot to you to be the game day champion?
2: Nope. <laughs> 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 no, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean shit. I uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I used to really like game day. I thought it was like fun, but like it's not at all. I've won game day twice now
4: and like it just fucking, it's just another FNM It's just another <laughs> FNM So you yeah.
0: realize that now we're gonna have to call you the um, two time defending game day champion?
2: <laughs> Ugh, yeah, like that's what I want on my business card <laughs> Like holy, those are some credentials to have So what'd you play? Guess
0: Uh Blue, white, black Delver. Nope, just blue, white Delver. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you, like, make any changes based on the Star City tech, or did you just, like, play Uh, straight up Stalkers and Swords? I, (laughs) yep, (laughs) yep.
2: I tried Jerry T's weird Angel tech, and I think that I just don't watch enough Magic to know why that card is good in that deck. Especially without Stalkers, like, every time I have to side out my Stalkers, which I do, like, not often, but, like, it's one of the cards that you side out first, generally. Uh, I, like, I'm always just cringing because, like, you could be so far behind and just slam a stalker slash sword, and then you just, the game's over. And now I'm taking out a bunch of two drops and playing a bunch of four drops?
0: On 20 land? This is what I'm doing. And then
2: in my sideboard, I have a Frost Titan and a Consecrated things for some reason. I, uh <laughs> Man, I like, and I tweeted it. Like, Jerry and Sam were like blabbing about this, right? Sam Black. For those of you who don't know who Sam is, I call him just Sam because we go way back. He signed my my plan in uh, Portland, if you guys remember from like episode two. Did
0: you like offer him a sandwich and then he declined it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: So, you know, I just call him Sam. It's fine. Sam and Jerry are like blabbing on and on about this great secret tech and everything. And I'm just like, man, like, I'm trying to follow what they're talking about and I just tweeted them. I said, look, you guys are like you must be like geniuses to the moon or something. Cause so I have no fucking idea why why this card is good at all in this deck. I understand that the card is good, like a three four flyer with flash for four is good anyways. And then it blo it like blinks one of your guys. But like KOT, man, you you think this deck is like the fucking the hammer hard dick. Why don't you tell me why? Why? Why don't you just tell me why? Just tell me why. I just don't know. (laughs) I'm not even trolling. I just. I played it. I even played it! And I sided some angels in and shit, and I was fucking. Someone was like, ah, get your shit. And I'm like, flash this angel
4: in, and I guess. I don't know. I guess. Blank this dungeon geist. I guess.
2: Sweet. And, like, that never even happened. That was, like, just the best case scenario. I was like, oh man, flash this this guy in and like blink my geist so that I can block maybe with it. Oh man, that's fucking tight. Not <laughs> like I just died. died it never happened. Nothing ever good ever happened with this card.
4: What what <laughs> what do I
3: what do I what do I? You tell me. You tell me. So um I think mainly what Jerry was preparing himself for because of uh, the overwhelming uh, success of Ramp the, the week before in Orlando. I think it took like two or three of, like, it was, it won the event. And, um, I think he was very trying to skew the deck towards being able to defeat that matchup, uh, where I think Ramp has, if they like Slagstorm, um, which are uh, Slagstorm and Whip Flare, which are really good against your Stalker, Geist, whatever. So he wanted to be, have a stronger game, so he opted for Feast and Famine over War and Peace, and the Angel that, um, as Scott mentioned before this call, that it's actually survived Slagstorm. But, you know, obviously the, the Stalker version is, is a completely, I feel, different beast, and it just can steal wins off the top, you know, sort of War and Peace. I beat Nina with four cards and and, and, and <laughs> you can do the same thing with... I mean, that's you not like that delve. difficult to do, but... Right? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I've been playing it and and I mean, you, so, you do miss the, the insane draws where they don't do anything, and a lot of people think that if people are adopting the Jerry Thompson version, that you know, you can the Stalker version because they can't really uh they're not fast enough, and they don't really interact with that plan unless they draw their divine offering like a lot of people think that if people are just gonna start playing the Jerry Thompson version, yeah that yeah. you should just go back to playing the stalker version because you're faster yeah. and they have nothing that can really interact with the stalker, so they're like yeah. they're like pretty screwed unless they draw their one of divine offering in the main, in which case right. you know then then they're good so
2: but like even then, like I mean in my Stalker version, I'm playing uh, one main as well, and or, like, Revoke Existence, like I flutter between the two, depending on if I'm playing heavy spirits or not, right?
4: But, like, so, so, uh, maybe I just didn't listen. It's quite possible. I've had a couple beers. But again, like,
2: why is this version better? It's because of the green sword, so that you can attack through their green dudes.
0: So, traditionally, Run has given... Given Delver issues, right? Like
3: that. Green or, red, I think.
0: Yeah. So this deck, the way it's designed, is sort of designed to prey on the green red decks. Basically. So he this is like the best deck in that metagame. Because, because it's of, obviously because, littered with green red and what?
2: ramp. Because of what? <laughs> like, doesn't the ramp deck give you problems because it plays board sweepers that deal
4: damage? Right? Yeah. So then the angel it's just for toughness, and that's why you're playing this? Yeah, That's it. That's the whole...
3: That's well, It allows, well, the- allows you to hold up Mana Leak and the Angel, and right. then, like, usually do... It feels like... I feel like I'm playing Mispine cleek, and then, like, untapping, and then playing Sword Feast of Famine, and then attacking them, because they can't okay. really interact with that. Yeah, know. I guess...
2: Like that's true, I guess. Going like end of turn angel, untap equipped sword is like as good as going like end of turn snapcaster, untap equipped sword, which I did and like beat somebody with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other thing too I is just... like because they're running sword of feaster famine, right? Like you get a lot more mileage out of your mana when it connects, right? There is a shit ton of things. Well, when you it can connects,
2: do. yeah, I guess. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah. But there's like a ton of things that you can do with this deck, um, after you've connected with sword, right? It can really punish it. Okay. Yeah, you can play I an Angel.
2: I just I just don't understand like how this deck is just like how like why it's so good? Like it could just be people in the magic community just being retarded like exclamation point pros again. But um I, I just I played it and I just didn't feel that way. I just didn't feel like like people are like, "Oh man, bro, like you fucking like fucking <laughs> uh bro, exclamation points. You fucking blink your fucking snapcaster mage. And then you have, like, you just get to play another spell with Flashback, dude, bro. And I'm like, yeah, except for that costs, like, all of your mana, all of it. It costs just all the manas all the time. So, like, I guess your, like, best plan is to, what, like, blink your Snapcaster Mage, connect with a sword, and then have mana up to play a spell?
4: Is that... (laughs) I just don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. It's okay.
0: It's okay. Jay. Okay. I, apparently, like, apparently, Cedric Phillips got it. And he wrote like a really awesome article on Star City Games' select side. So you guys can check it out. It's called Curse You, Jerry T. And he writes all about how he's got this amazing relationship with Jerry T and goes over his list uh, like card by card about how badly it pushes the shit in of uh, Cedric's wolf run list.
4: Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll um, check that
3: out. So, Jay, I don't know if you read Jerry's latest. So he, he does mention that he would love to play against Wolfren Ramp, Esper Control, Green Red Aggro, uh, Humans, but that, you know, he would he wouldn't mind playing against, but would rather not play against other blue white delver decks and solar flare and anything with lingering souls. And obviously your version with the stalker and Sword and Peace yeah. are, are definitely better against those decks. So okay um he just wanted to focus on a specific metagame and yeah. Uh, Sometimes you do catch in the mirror uh, the well. Obviously, now people know about it, but a surprise when they attack with Delver and you, you know, flash in a Restoration Angel. Because part of the problem, uh, when you had to deal with Hero Bladehold, was because it, of its four toughness and it forced you yeah. to play Dismember either in the side or in the main. So yeah,
2: um, like I still I still play one in in each because of that. Right. Um. Because lots of people are playing Hero Bladehold where I like in my meta, right? So like. So it's—I mean, it's, I'm still forced to play that card. Like I don't know. Like I just—I just feel like almost like it's just too much mana. And I saw somebody also was talking about playing uh, instead of playing Geist, playing Blade Splicer, which like the interaction between Blade Splicer and that Angel is really um, like remarkable. That seems good, right? <laughs> it does. But like I just then you're not playing Blue White Delver. You're just playing
4: White Blinky Geist. Are you <laughs> not? You're gonna play some White Blinky Geist. Is that what you
3: know. want to do? I don't know. So, I, I don't know. I I've read, like, Jerry tweet about not liking the Stalker version, and and I guess some people don't like it just because they feel it may be inconsistent at times. I don't know. And uh, he'd rather play this. Like, I, I've had some matches against the Stalker version where, you know, it they really need that, you know, Sword of War and Peace uh like, yeah. like I just talked about the angel basically blanks most of your guys like your your delvers can't come through and yeah. um so it's pretty strong in that regard and at least it's a card that can correct me if i'm wrong can actually block geist and survive whereas i don't think delver traditionally has anything like that like you right. usually trade it with a snapcaster uh but here you can actually like if someone's really confident attacks with a geist and you're just like Flash block, so. Um, but yeah. I, I still think there's a lot of a lot of power in in the stalker version, and that people that that want to punish, you know, lingering souls decks definitely should play that version.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the main thing to consider, right? Like those two decks, the blue the plain blue white version, and then Jerry's, you know, angel version are totally meta dependent. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're inundated with red green decks, then play Jerry's version, and if you are you know, inundated with lingering souls decks and like humans and shit like that, then play straight blue white delver and four sword of war and peace.
3: I find his sideboard plan very interesting, and I still don't know the right way to approach it against certain decks because against, against green red, he just slows down the deck and goes to like Consecrated like, concentrated sphinx, and you know, that's that's very interesting,
0: and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he slows it right down. He also brings in, like, four clones, too, right? Like, that that bears mentioning. And two Ghost Quarters. So, like, he increases the land so as to be able to, you know, power out these spells in addition to, uh, you know, kill of Wolfron if need be. Um, And then he's got, like, all of these... all these huge dudes. Do you have trouble against Green-Red
3: Aggro with your list? If they bring in enough, like, artifact removal? Any trouble
2: yeah. at
4: all?
2: Yeah, but like I've always gotten the um I've always either like gotten the leaks when I need them or the or the <laughs> <How> um, lucky. <laughs> yeah, like I've always either gotten the like I always get the cards I need when I'm playing it. I've never I've never actually played against a green red aggro deck and lost. Um because they they always just seem to either have bad like bad mulls or um or like they just don't have the cards that they need. Like, it just, it's always like that. I've never, I like, even when they get the turn two sword, I'm just like, yep, vapor snag. And then they're like, oh, fuck, they're so far behind. And then I'm just like, yeah, fucking, mana leak your bird when you play it again. <laughs> like, and then they're like, oh my god, like, I just fucking lose. And you're like, yeah. That's
3: not
4: why you <laughs> Like, it's
2: just, it's just, and like, I'm not saying, like, I'm good or because of that or anything. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's just never happened to me. Like, I've never i have never I mean I still kinda play for it. Like I still metaphor it and stuff like that and try to know the matchup and and play like as best as I can. But I just have never had that problem, so it's just never come up
3: really. I've I have i have always found it a very uh a big challenge. Uh if you want to play a good version or something. Yeah, I I mean I think too, like a lot of the
2: players that I play, they lean on uh what's that spell? Um, with flashback that removes an artifact. Ancient grudge? Yeah, they lean on that so much. Um, so they'll, like, play an ancient, like, they'll, they'll, I'll, like, probe them and see that they have ancient grudge. And they'll, like, um, and then i will play, like, a sword. And they'll, like, grudge it? Right. Like, like immediately? And then I'm like, yeah, uh, oh, I forgot you had that. Uh. And then they're like, oh, like, whatever, they either believe me or they don't. And then, and then I just, like, they just you can see in their brain like they don't ever want to do anything in case I slam a sword. So they just don't do anything. And they're like, oh man, he's gonna be the beat down. I'm gonna be the control. And like they say more stupid cliche magic things because they're they're retarded. And then I just kill them. Like I just attack them with delvers and stalkers and geists, and they just sit there being like, Uh oh, I guess I block. Like a uh bleh, bleh. And like, yeah, let's kill all your shit. Vapor snag your birds. Vapor snag your fucking stupid geist at the end of your turn that you like left up to block with. Like, it's
3: definitely not what happens against competent opponents.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's what I mean. Like, I've, I haven't, I've yet to seen a good uh, player play green red aggro in calgary like and uh, which is why like which is i think is a lot like really weird like there's good players here and they're never playing that deck ever they're just always not playing it they're playing like naya pod or wolf run white with Entreat the angels or like weird like just weird decks like and no no good players just like yep red green aggro slam win everything all the time winning (laughs) nope
3: you know what i mean yeah like I mentioned last week like John Stern my friend won the PTQ. I ended up winning the CMT. We both took green red aggro and for me the matchup plays out like you you play like galvanic blast of delvers and you play a bunch of huntmasters or strangleroot guys that totally blank your Geist, Like your Geist of St. trap. Yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. You can't you can't get through those fuckers and then you're just like fuck I really need you know a sword but even then like strangleroot guys can can buy them a lot of time and then that's, like, that's when you really need the, the stalker to punch through in, in your yeah. version. Yeah, and I mean, like, that happens. I find, too, like,
2: like when I'm playing Delver against, like, an, a, a green aggro deck like that, I oftentimes, I don't know if it's the correct play or not, but I'll oftentimes just be really, uh, aggressive with my, um, like, attacks and blocks. Uh, either because they'll sit there and be like, oh, man, why would he attack with a geist into a, a geist so I could just block it? So I, he might have a trick, so, Maybe I won't do anything, or I'll play my trick first, or I'll do something stupid. And uh, the other thing is too is just like I would just rather kill all of their guys all the time, and then like just top deck like a boss with probes and ponders and blind flipping delvers and swords. Then then have them then me like be conservative and just like try to race them because I don't think you can win that race, right? I don't think Delver wins that race.
3: Like you know, in a at, like the aggro part of the race
2: yeah like i don't think that that in general that delver can win the the race versus red green aggro
3: right right i agree with that and that's why like right. jerry tries to slow down his deck and go the other way yeah and that's what i mean like so what i'll like i mean
2: i don't so a lot of times i don't have the option to just throw in a frost titan into my 20 land deck
4: <laughs>
2: um, you know, i'm not that good but uh so what i'll do is like like i said i just be really aggressive with you know trading my guys for their guys and i like i'll just i am like delver has a, a better long game uh in terms of in, in my experience anyway of just being able to go like ponder ponder you know sword stalker go and then they're like like draw your mass removal or you lose and then they're like they try to race you and you just have an unblockable guy like you know
3: well, that yeah. makes sense i think it's just yeah it's just hard to win they 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 have or draw a lot of Huntmasters. Though that's the card that like allows you allows them to, to make it so yeah. that even if you're like ahead of the race, that pulls them right back in it like, Yeah,
2: and the Huntmaster's a really good card against um Delver, but like it's not a very good card against anything else, really. Like like it's it's just the two toughness. Like if everybody's playing Red, Green, Aggro, and Wolfrun with all these all these sweepers and and shocks i just don't find that um it does anything it just always See, it's it.
0: interesting because it's fine in pod because you know it's got value when it comes into play and you get to a situation where you can still uh you don't have to cast any spells and you can still you know gain velocity on and advance your mm-hmm. board presence mm-hmm. through your pod mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. so like it's good there because you're not losing any value by not casting any spells but otherwise like i do agree with you
2: yeah and like it's really good against delver because we don't have hard removal we have vapor snags right yeah and yeah so like you you don't want to be vapor snagging a, <laughs> a fucking hunt master like that's why like in in a wolf run deck that i was gonna play on game day i decided not to because my buddy needed the card but i was just gonna play four red titans four green titans and four hunt masters like just to just to have 12 titans in my deck and um Scott actually talked me out of it because of the, <laughs> the prevalence of the green red aggro. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm basically just playing Huntmaster because of $30 card. And there's gotta be a reason for that. And everybody says it's good. So whatever, play it. And then he's like, no, it's bad. Arc trail and galvanic blast and all these shocks what and all these red apparently and You're- all these and everything. And I'm like, Oh, good point. Guess we don't play that card.
3: Yeah.
0: I in all fairness, I I think I indicated that if you're playing a green Sun Zenith package, like one or two of them is fine. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, but like the you just don't want multiples in that ramp deck. Like you just fucking play Solemn's and <laughs> So especially if you're ramping in the Titan plant.
3: Anything else we want to talk about on Delver? I'm planning to play it this weekend in Toronto.
0: Yeah. So the one thing that I do want to talk about actually, and it'll segue really nicely here. Um so I, I think the, the timely reinforcements.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Jerry's plan against Green Red Aggro um you know for the Delver list is was a really big one. Uh I think at the, the end of the last show we had mentioned that Jerry kind of shipped his his ideas and feedback on you know the sideboard for the Esper list and, and that actually involved um timely reinforcements and intangible virtues as a way to, you know, combat the green red decks. Because like timely just will get you so much time oh, so man, much yeah. you know, stalls okay. out. Okay. You're making guys, you're beating down, like so long as you just contain the sword, you're basically there, right? But uh yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. So um it was really nice to see that still, you know, in his list. And, you know, we of course uh I packed them in for game day when uh I went to go and play at mine. So I listened to Ben Clinton. Ugh. Ugh. And I took. <laughs> I decided I would go, and I would try... Because it's only game day, like, what do I have to lose, right? So I thought I would go, and I figured it's going to be all aggro anyway. So I'll just play the version without the mana leaks and without the Dissipates in the sideboard and see how it goes.
2: Oh okay. my god, bad okay. idea.
0: So I go in, and like, sure enough, I'm looking around. Somebody's playing Calcano's fucking terrible pile of red, green, red and blue cards. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's like infinite human mirrors. There was, like, a junk walker's deck. You know? But, like, otherwise, like... Oh, man, Chandra Soren's Vengeance? Get you? No, no, no. (laughs) Remember that, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyway, so, like, there were literally, like, practically infinite uh, aggro all day. So I'm looking at my list going, fuck yeah, this is, like, I'm XOing this bitch. It's on... Because my deck is basically, like, eating aggro all day.
2: Yeah, the aggro not much.
0: Yeah. So, uh... (laughs) So I'm feeling that's pretty good. That's
2: what you good. call that, KYT, just FYI.
0: So Alex and I went out to game day. Uh, I made a, uh, a a white slash black uh, humans list, basically splashing black for Nile Spellbomb out of the sideboard and uh, Vault of the Archangel, because that's a really good card in the aggro Mirror. Um, but otherwise, it was just like... Loyal Cathars and uh and like Silverblade Paladins and Hero Blade Hold and you know, all of that good human shit. Triple Talia in the main deck, that sort of stuff. Um so he was rocking that, and I was of course rocking Master Build. And so round one, I sit down and uh I'm playing against this kid. I don't even remember his name. I I wrote it all down, but I don't have my notes nice to me. Of you. Well uh, well he was a nice enough guy, really polite, you know and uh, i was like oh well you know i won the die roll so i thought okay this is going to be good and so it turns out he's he's playing blue red mill
4: wow sweet deck bro
0: when he resolved a turn 5 jace memory adept and i looked down at the lack of memory uh, mana leaks in my hand i realized that i was in a lot of trouble <laughs> It's so like chris
2: lansville next leveled you
0: well it was actually is you know what is even worse than that because he goes like turn four increasing confusion for three what does that do that's the flashback mill card oh my god so that's when i knew i was in for it
2: yep Yep. can come back and from that i'm
0: like oh god what am i up against because i thought it was going to be like blue red blue red white like whatever right
2: yeah Maybe even some like, like blue-red, Bernie, countery, Delga? Del- yeah, Del- yeah, like Bernie Vengeance, maybe, or something? Party. Yeah.
0: yeah! I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I can get there. This isn't gonna kill me in three fucking turns. Um, yeah, it was really bad. So, after that mill for three, he untaps, plays Jace, and I'm like, alright. So, he mills me once, and gets, like, a bunch of nothing. Mills me the second time, I flip one of my O-rings, and I'm, like, mental noting. Mills me a third time, and, like, I just go, alright. I found this like I look at my cards, see that the second O-ring and my only other out of the entire fucking deck is there, and I'm like, "All right, scoop them all up. I'm looking at my hand of like two doom blades, a tragic slip, two terminuses and a day of judgment, or something stupid like that by the time I died. I'm like, "Fuck this." So then I'm like, I can't pull enough cards out of the sideboard right? Like, I can't, like, what am I going to do? So I turn on like balls out aggro and I'm like, bring in the virtues, bring in the timelies, like just bring in fucking everything. Right. And, uh, I check out a ton of my sweepers and removals. I leave in like a couple terminus or whatever, but that's about it. Cause I can't pull anything else out. And so when you play the turn to invisible stalker,
4: <laughs> <laughs> with a
0: turn three sword of body in mind. Oh
2: man. You should have been, you should have played around that because he's playing mill. You should have known.
0: You should have so known. I, I should have known, right? You should, should have played have around known. that. Now I made sport of it. Game two was a fucking, was, was back and forth. I, I had the O ring for his Jace. I had a second O ring for th- his first sword. And it actually came down to like, I had alpha on the board and it came down to, um, Snapcaster mage and step. Stat- no. Sorry, he pulled a stalker and then just basically like was like bash for one, bash for one. I had Leith on the board and he just goes peels the sword off the top and that's it. So I'm like, okay. Fine. So that's round 1, I'm 0-1. Alex fucking curb stomps his opponent with like a slew of fucking aggro damage and he's so he's 1-0. So we go round 2. He he beats his opponent 2-0. Uh, I sit down against a red deck, mono-red deck, shrines, what? berserkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the girl in the room playing okay. mono-red. Yeah. yeah. So you can't lose the girl, and you can't no. lose the red deck. No. But I have to tell you, thank God for timely reinforcements, because, like, game one was not a game. I got fucking shit pushed in because it's, like, mono-red, burn, 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 burn. All right. So games two and three, I took on the back of time of the reinforcements and planeswalkers and intangible virtues, and I just like went right over the top. So that was good. Uh, and then I basically XO'd the rest of the tournament. So, nice. Yeah. So like if like if I had kept counter spells in, I would have potentially had a shot at the mill deck, and could have XO'd the entire tournament, which was really frustrating. Uh, yeah. Alex ended up going. Um, he ended up actually also uh, X wanting the tournament. Wow so nice. yeah, yeah, so his deck did really well, he played it really well uh, he was in uh he was against a blue white humans uh in the last round, and it went to turns, and he could have played to the draw, but instead just figured he'd go balls out and attack, and his opponent had a trick and killed him on the crackback uh-huh. um but uh but, yeah, so basically he came in right under me, we both top aided i came in uh I came in fifth, he came in um sixth. Nice. Yeah, both at X1.
2: Also, like, does I don't think... I want to go back to this Delver list. Does Jerry's Delver list play any O-Rings in the 75? I don't think it does, right? No. Do
4: any Delver lists play that? I don't know. KIT? Can you start playing Diablo? In, not in the recent decks
3: that, I, that I've seen, versions of Delver. I haven't seen O-Ring in a long time. Okay.
2: I've played O-Ring... I've always kind of gone back and forth between some number of O rings. I really like O ring, um, but anyway. So I'm playing Adam. <laughs> Who does it? Yeah, bums and losers. Chris <laughs> Lansdale, maybe. Um, I'm playing Adam LaForest, and uh, it's like it's we're both like four O or three O or three one maybe. No, uh, maybe it was even earlier than that. I think we were both one one, and uh, it sucks when you have to play your friend in like the early rounds. And that always is actually the worst. Like. And I basically just had to, like, play Mono Friends all game day, which kind of sucked. But, um, so I'm playing him, and he's playing, I think, what is Brad Nelson's Mono Blue Architect worm Coil deck? Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody knows about that? Yeah. So it's just back to the old play an Architect on turn whatever, three, and then, like, play a Wormcoil worm coil Engine. Engine, um, and it's got spell skates in the main and uh, stuff like that, like which is actually pretty good when you can just, like, have, you know, insane mana to play insane amounts of Quail engines. But he also... So we're playing, and it's game three, and he's not stabilizing, but he's getting closer to having some stability. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, he's not... You know, I'm not afraid of this. I'm actually, like, sitting quite comfortably. And I've had an O-ring in my opener since, you know, like the beginning of the game here, he's he's been playing really, really, really uh behind the entire game. I've got like a two blind flip delvers that he's had to deal with and stuff like that, right? So we're playing, he's at like four life or five life or something. And he uh he plays I like probe him and see his hand, which is like worm coil mana leak, maybe so I play like a geist into his mana leak that he has to mana leak or else he just loses. And then he like draws a card doesn't like seem too happy about it. Plays his worm coil, and he has one card in hand. Uh, and I'm like, okay, sweet. So I've got this O ring in my hand since the entire game. So I'm like, whatever, problem solved. And I'm like, slow rolling him a little bit, but not too, not too badly. And uh, and he goes, he goes worm coil, go. So I draw my card. It's like a land. I snap play my land, and I'm just like O ring, get you. And then he goes, he goes fucking O ring, <laughs> fucking O ring, <laughs> fucking O ring. <laughs> Who plays fucking O ring? Card fucking O ring, and then he shows me the last card in his hand, which is
4: redirect. Is it redirect? No, not redirect. What's the one that copies? Like it's like twin cast. Um, man, in the blue list? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's in the blue list. Like this is just a blue card,
2: and it and it copies target spell like twin cast does.
0: Yeah, but no. No, because they printed it was redirect. That was in red.
4: Was no,
0: read. No, no, no. You're flipping him. They flipped it this time. Okay. They okay, put okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, it was redirect that- for sure. He
2: shows me that blue card, and he was like, "Fucking O-ring.
0: Fucking
4: O-ring. O-ring. Really? Fucking
2: O-ring. Any other artifact removal card, and I get your sword. Gain the life. Fucking get my two worm coils. Problem solved. Fucking O-ring. Fucking O-ring.
4: So yeah, that was that was my that was my <laughs>
2: It was pretty good. I was happy for that. So yeah, just FYI, I play O-rings in my dover list just so you, my opponents, know. Because you know, divine offering doesn't get fucking Liliana, which people tell me is good. So you gotta be able to fucking O-ring that bitch just right out of there.
4: Who plays Liliana? What? <laughs> Nina. Nope, I don't nope. know, fucking Ben Clinton <laughs> Yep
0: She uh, she got the axe Lately
4: And like,
2: o is is good for uh Like, is also Like, I just like it, it's just good for getting rid of Like, multi-purpose threats I don't mind it, I mean, it's To me, it's just as good and or bad as As, uh, what's that other spell That does it at sorcery speed
0: What's that revoke fucking garbage? Card
2: called revoke existence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I and I'm right there with you actually. And and Alex uh, was the one that kind of took me off revoke. Um, and originally in my board, and I I just substituted it with an O-ring for its versatility. So, I'm down. I can get behind the power of the ring. So, uh, Kyt, you've been playing a little Diablo there, have you?
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. But everybody's, like, gone to level 60, all my friends, I log in, check in who's online, everyone's playing a sixth level 60 character, <laughs> everyone's on, like, Hell or infernal. I'm still on normal, trying to beat Diablo, I'm just, like, putting in, like, half an hour or max, an hour or two per day while people are... Yeah, in that's not comics. enough.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's probably more than enough. Uh... <laughs>
0: Well, if you uh, if you want, like, I'm perfectly happy to, to rush you through for a bit if you wanted to. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I've been helping Lansdell out a little, too, and getting him some gear and stuff. I wouldn't have been able to get as far as I'm at. I'm only at level 54. I just flipped over to 54. But I wouldn't have been able to get as far as I have been without uh, a buddy of mine as well. Uh, Dave has been hooking me up, giving me some support. His wizard is, like, completely absurd. He's like, level 57 or something at this point, but, like, the wizard class is so good. Like, so good. It's almost unreal. In uh, Jay, did you
3: get the game?
2: No, I, uh... I played the demo, and it was like, eh, whatever. This is like Duke Nukem Forever. Like, it's... a game, A game that I had to wait 10 years for should be better than... Like, should be better than Diablo 3, in my opinion. Like, it should give me a boner. It doesn't. <laughs> so I know a lot of a lot of like other people are going to say that it does like I mean Jesse's been playing it nonstop and talking about it nonstop like it's just right. I'm just not jacked about it I don't care like I don't like like the, the way that I looked at it for me is that it's it's um it took too long to come out so to me it just feels like a totally different game it doesn't feel like Diablo which is good I guess because if it was just Diablo 2 with better graphics then I'd also think it was shitty Mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like with me like they really just like they really probably just couldn't have won unless they just released Diablo 2 but with new items and better shit but like it's just I don't know it's just the same it's like there's there's been a hundred other games like that since it came out like you know Dragon Age and Skyrim and whatever like the, like to me it just feels like another game in a fantasy land it doesn't feel like Diablo 2 like I played Diablo 2 last year with Chris Lansdale and Oreocorp and all those guys, right? So, so for me, like Diablo two is is fine. I'd still play that game. Um, and also for me to like there, so there's that. And then also on top of that, if I did want to play, um, Diablo three, I'd have to buy a new computer. Oh. And yeah, like my my computer just can't doesn't have the graphics card for it. It's like five years old or something like that. So it's just not good enough to to play. So like I just can't actually afford to play
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go.
3: Aww. Well, I thought the game was very similar, um, and I think a lot of reviews basically said they they tried to refine the the, the formula that they had that they have perfected yeah. um, in, the, in the previous two games. And uh, I just really, really enjoyed. it. I, don't, I find it funny that anybody can enter your game So you could be, like, even though the story's obviously not on the scale of, like, a Dragon Age story, um, you know, someone can just come in your game, your friends, like, rush you through. (laughs) Yeah. Make you want to skip all the cutscenes and everything. You're like, hold on there. (laughs) I gotta absorb the story.
2: (laughs) Of course KYT would say that. Hang on (laughs) there. I gotta absorb the story. I've played Diablo 2 for, like, five years, and I still never i've never seen any of the cinematics ever It's <laughs> really like, terrible why the fuck would i watch those hey man did you buy the new diablo game for like a hundred bucks yeah man aren't those cinematics sweet that's what happens that's how i talk about video games all the time
0: well, this one's actually pretty good
4: but you guys are losers he has, has an excuse he's asian
3: like uh Scott's accepting the your loser comment.
0: <laughs> I reject your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> but uh no it truth be told, like it's just been a lot of fun. It's been a nice mindless way to sort of like kill off, you know, hours, hang out yeah. with a bunch of people that I yeah. wouldn't see normally, you know, like it's been pretty sweet. Um I've been playing a lot with uh Tyrone as well from the brainstorm podcast, MTG Brainstorm. And uh, and he played a muck as well, and he's about my level. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty sweet. Like Lansdale and uh, I'm playing with him a lot, obviously, and and my buddy Dave. Um, it's uh, it's been a sick run. Been like a ton and ton of fun, and like everybody's fucking on it. Like yeah. yeah. It's it's so it's so ridiculous. Like I actually talked like today. I was on for like an hour. I talked to more people in the magic community about magic stuff. Through the chat on fucking Diablo than I did anyone else about anything Diablo, like it was it was so crazy. Yeah, but it's such an amazing product on that in that capacity that uh, you just gotta give it to them. Like it's not perfect, and in some cases it's fucking just terrible, but it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. <laughs> <laughs> chicka, chicka, rip, rip. Anyways, uh looks like we have a uh special guest to join us here. You guys may recognize him from his uh regular, well semi-regular when he gets around to fucking actually posting it. Uh M hero called him uh, Jonathan Medina. Jonathan, uh, are you there? Bob,
4: can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Bob. <laughs>
1: so, uh, is it is it totally jacked up or is it good?
4: You sound no, it's like okay. You're in a bathroom.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm close to the bathroom in the hotel room.
4: Are you
2: podcasting <laughs> while simultaneously having a shit? While shit
4: <laughs> I'm
1: casting while shitting.
4: Oh, sh- you shit casting. <laughs> shit casting.
1: So uh yeah, I'm gonna miss FM hero this week as well. Bummer. Man,
3: you're the fucking worst. You're too busy, Mac. FM Zero. <laughs> too much work,
0: bro. Stop working so hard. <laughs> Heroes don't
2: take time off.
0: so uh so you've been so busy what are like what are you doing why are you late
1: oh i'm late because i'm at origins game fair and uh we've been buying cards all day and uh i think uh i think i'll tell you guys a story hold on a second right is jr there too yeah jr can i tell the story
4: hold on hold on jr come over and say hello jr they want you to say hello Hello, Canadian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? <laughs> They're laughing at your ass. Good. My ass is <laughs>
1: cute.
4: Yeah.
1: All right, so Jared's a little bit drunk while he's pricing the cards I'm in the spot. Not that drunk. <laughs> All right, so what happened was um, we brought some money to buy at Origin. And uh, last year we were small fish, okay? So we only brought about, I don't know, 6000 6 to 10000 last year. Okay, so uh, Small Fish, we spent all our money last year, and we were happy, okay? So this year, we said, oh, we need to bring more money, because last year, we, uh, we spent all our money. So we brought more money this year, okay? And uh, this guy comes at about 11 o'clock in the morning, says, are you guys buying Magic cards? And we said, yeah, of course, let's see what you got. So we opened the first binder, and on the first page, there's two black lotuses. Wow. Wow. And that's it's right it,
3: on the first
2: page too. Like this is my dick. Look at it.
1: <laughs> so first page, two black lotuses, uh, two mock sapphires, two mock jet, two so basically two sets of power. Wow. Okay? And some of this power is so crispy that I, I, I already think it's fake. Like I look at it and I go, Oh man, this power's fake. Like let me see this. So I pull wow. that. Thing. It's like crispy white. I'm like, dude, this looks like this guy's just printed it. He's like, I opened that. He's like, I opened it and we only played it a couple times. And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's the story all the time, right? So I look at it and I'm like, man, if this is a fake, this is really good, you know? So we start going through the rest of his binder. Uh, You know, basically, like 80 dual lands later. (laughs) Wow. Two sets of power. Yeah, do you see those? Two sets of power? Two sets of power, 80 (laughs) dual lands, a play set of Mishra's factories or Mishra's workshops. Um just like infinite like expensive cards, like six mana drains, uh you know, just infinite like anything you think of, four modes, like the the rule is if he's got all of this stuff, his power is probably not fake, you know? And, and on top of that, like looking at the power we're just like, Yeah, this is not fake. So he's like just yeah, stole so it. <laughs> well we don't he's an older guy.
4: He's, an older he's guy. old, so he probably didn't steal it. Probably not. <laughs> I love
1: Mexicans. He's the older guy and he's there with his wife and they were buying a (laughs) gaming. So, uh, so we basically do the math and, uh, we pretty much have to go to, we have to go to the bank to, to pull this off. (laughs) So we tell him, yeah, come back later. We had to go to the bank. And in the meantime, the day was insane for buying. We bought like another $4,000 in cards, like before we even got to the bank to get this guy's money. And, uh, and this is day one. Like, this is Thursday. So, like, tomorrow we have to go back and try to, you know, set up a whole other, like, case because we just have, we just, we just bought, like, infinite power and, like, all this stuff to sell. um. So, so yeah, it was a, it was a very, very good day.
4: Wow. So,
1: yeah. We're pretty pumped. And we still have, uh, Star City is doing, uh, the, Colum- they're doing their, their open in Columbus. So, Saturday and Sunday, uh, they're part of Origin. So we're gonna have a whole star city crowd there Saturday and Sunday as well.
0: Yeah, you're gonna uh make a small fortune this weekend, eh?
1: Yeah, we're gonna make and spend a small fortune. It's just been it's been nuts today. Just crazy.
0: So uh as an example, what are you what are you pricing your duels at? Like like are they all as crispy as the as the lotuses and stuff or what?
1: Well like I said there's like over eighty duels, so it's like um some of them are crispy, some of them are just played, so uh we were just doing we were just going through some of the prices. I was surprised actually um volcanic island is like a hundred and twenty dollars now, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that, and uh savannas are a hundred, yeah. and like stuff like taiga, which I expected to be like seventy seventy five those are like fifties now, and uh you know, just things have shifted around quite a bit with the dual land but uh but yeah we we were just pricing the duels right now we did the power
0: first so it's interesting ladies and gentlemen here's your lesson that if you decide to start playing subpar decks in standard you no longer have your finger on the heartbeat of the legacy community
1: well, obviously not the pricing at least mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was just working so hard on my next you know M hero change you know uh so, uh, so yeah. Uh, did I tell you guys that I split first in FM Hero last week?
0: No. no. Wait, did you? Yeah.
1: I, di- I did. I tell you that. I, uh, I maybe. You told us that. Yeah, Who uh, yeah, We actually had some. Uh, we had some fans <laughs> of the podcast come up, and they were talking about uh, the A team actually. And uh, he was he was asking questions about uh, about podcasting in general, and uh, one of the things he was mentioning, he's, he's like, oh, man, I love when you talk about the Epidem hero. And he's like, and I love it when Jay Bush just tells you to shut up right off the bat.
2: Oh, my fuck. God. Hey, John Medina, <laughs> can you give me some tips about podcasting? Also, I love it when Jay tells you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Can you tell me how to be like that?
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just hire a nobody from Canada. <laughs> we'll <get you> <laughs> That's so funny. Good times. Good times. So, uh, so he was, uh, he was a good guy. He, uh, he asked sounds some like... and, uh, he was just like laughing about how you just tell me to shut up. And I just keep talking about that, and he's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's been a, been a busy day. Uh, we're, we're all pretty beat, but, uh, we just have to get this pricing done because, uh, yeah. freaking we have to show up tomorrow with cards to sale, but, uh, these events aren't really for selling. Like, that's one of the things I learned last year is, like, we didn't bring hardly any stock. We just brought a bunch of, like, foils st- and Japanese stuff, and then we just bought, like, infinite stock here. Like, by the end of the day, we had, like, a bunch of Entreat the Angels, a bunch of Geist of St. Traff, a bunch of, like, Snapcaster Mage, and, like, all that stuff, you know? So you just buy it all here, pretty much. You stock in
4: the stores.
1: Yeah, the most important thing to bring to these things, like, if people are thinking about, like, entry on a small level like doing ptqs and stuff like that like just keep in mind like it's not about buy. it's not about selling it's about buying so just bring as much money as possible because it's just like all the people come they want money to walk around and and spend so they just bring their magic collections and they dump them like in the beginning and then they dump them at the end to get gas money and like to pay ah. for hotels and stuff nice yeah so pretty insane
0: wow well. So, like, are you you guys gonna be okay? Like, do do you do you f- foresee any financial challenges between now and the end of the weekend, or what?
1: Oh, we're gonna run out of money for sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you sell
0: your spaceship.
1: Yeah, we're gonna run out of money. Uh, we're we're gonna run out of the money we budgeted for this for sure. Uh, we're over budget already, and uh, we're just gonna we're gonna run out of uh, spending money. So uh, that's fine. Just get I mean, we don't we don't really do that. We're, I mean, we we have money, but we're not going to spend it on you know. We need to run the company, so <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's good. We came to buy certain cards, and we just like their first collection was a big windfall. And then we were buying all day as well. So we really just came to accomplish. We accomplished what we came to in day one, and we still have like the rest of the days to, to work. So so yeah, yeah you know.
0: Nice well uh tell me to do me a favor uh see if you can get me those uh temporal masteries at uh 10 bucks man i need three more
4: you need
1: three at 10
0: yeah sure <laughs> you're not gonna pay more than 10 you can hook me up with a pass through make them 12 yeah. same yeah. for entreat the angels for me i need three of them bitches <laughs> Dude,
1: yeah. if i send them to you bro it's gonna take like three months to get there <laughs> oh yeah never
2: mind i forgot i forgot
1: about that never mind
0: <laughs> you know what if you send them to me and then i send them to jay they'll get there faster
1: it's probably true. I know, because every, every time I send Scotty stuff, he gets it, like, instantly. And friggin' Jay takes, like, months.
2: Yeah, like, I still haven't received everything.
1: You still haven't got the the, the the tibble?
2: Nope. Oh, that's so dirty. Just a sick investment <laughs> on my hand.
1: <laughs> oh, they're dropping by the minute, too. Yeah, yep. Pretty glad that oh, I got them. What a blowout. <laughs> hey, but they could be going up by the minute. Oh we yeah, they
2: be. could be. You know. That's what I thought was gonna happen for sure. I thought Tibble was gonna go up. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Demanding so much of John. <laughs> so uh I had the privilege of meeting a guy um at the game day, and he specializes in uh doing like proxies like, magic proxies, specifically okay. for use in, like, uh, Cube and or, like, Commander. So he had, like, a shit ton of, um, like, Planeswalkers and stuff, and he had a, you know, like a, a dommy altar and all that sort of stuff that, you know, so I, I, of course, was, like, completely enthralled because this sort of shit, you know, I've got, like, a Planeswalker Commander deck, and I've got a fucking, you know, Damia deck and stuff, so I thought this was going to be really sweet, and they look just stunning. Like, just, like, my my Liliana the Veil is, like, the hot Liliana art. Like, with the, all the, like, extra details in her, like, uh, lingerie and all that sort of stuff. And it's, like, full border, and they're all foil. So, like, the guy does a really good job on them. They all look really, really sick. Uh, The guy who who does it, his name is Vito. And uh, so I, I told him I would 100%, like, I posted some pictures on Twitter Everybody and their mother are all were all over me. Where did you get them? How much did they cost? And so on and so forth. So uh the email address where you can reach Vito and let him know that I sent you, say Scotty Mac sent me, uh the email address is D O C P R O X at Gmail dot com. So docprox at gmail.com. Um so anyway, so yeah, I, email him he does all sorts of special commissions he's a graphic designer so you know if you just want like traditional full border stuff or if you want you know like special art commission or whatever like he can do all that stuff for you um basic stuff is if i'm not mistaken it starts at twenty dollars um that's pretty good yeah, because they're honestly like they're sick. They've got the regular magic card stock back. Like they're like you can't tell that they're you know what I mean. Like they're the same thickness as a foil. Like they're they're just beautiful. So right you know totally worth it. Um, if you're looking to pimp anything out, or you know if you're playing Legacy and you're playing Commander and you don't want to put all your duels in your deck, like he does a really good job on the dual lands. Like um, what I'm w- looking towards as well is like like taking the new art from the MTGO cube that they posted yeah, yeah. and like yeah. putting all of those in. And then what he does That's is cool in, in like the text area, he puts in the symbol from the Ravnica guild that, that, that color combo represents. That's right? cool. And it looks really, really nice. So those are the only pictures I didn't post, but like, anyways, really, really impressed with the work overall. I totally recommend you guys check it out. Remember it's D O C P R O X at com, And his name is Vito. So, um, Tell him I sent you and, and feel free to check it out. Cause I've I'm loving the shit out of these. Like they're so much fun.
1: Shit. Shout out to Vito. That's the uh that's the sandwich I ordered at Jimmy John's. I ordered a Vito with no onions. Oh well there you go. Yeah, it's an Italian, you know, ham, you know, uh salami, that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 oh man.
0: Chicka chicka. So uh so yeah, so Jonathan, uh shout outs.
1: <laughs> Alright. So uh <laughs> We're not joking.
0: yeah, we me? can hear you go. Before okay. you cut out again with your shitty hotel internet.
1: Well, check it out. I I downloaded Skype on my iPad, so I'm doing it from the iPad KYT style.
0: It actually sounds better.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. uh shout out to you guys for putting up with my bullshit while I'm over here trying to make some money. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Tamiya.
4: <laughs> no.
0: Nope. Not much better.
4: <laughs> no.
0: No. Uh, shout out to who? The what was so the
4: right. second,
0: who was the second shout out to? Tamiya. Why?
1: Because she's awesome and really hard to buy.
0: Really hard to buy?
4: Yeah, people don't want to sell her. Well, how much are you offering on her? $22. Huh. That's pretty insane for a buy
1: price.
0: Wow! So, like, is it good that I have seven? That's that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so shout out to you guys. Shout out to Tamio. Shout out to uh, Brandon Hoagland and J.R. Wade who are over here
0: with me uh, doing the biz.
4: The biz, nasty. Nice. <laughs> All
0: right, I'll uh, I'll second the shout out. Um. To uh to Jr. because like he's you know he's a homie and uh and I miss that that man so you can pass that along. I miss you Jr. JR <laughs> Scotty Mac misses you. I miss
4: Scotty
0: Mac. <laughs> nice. uh, we're
1: so, also gonna send you some shirtless Jr. tokens.
0: Nice, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Now all I need to do is they Now they need to make uh cards that make wolves that don't suck. Um, well. Again, previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> so uh shout out to uh everybody that's rocking Esper Walkers this weekend. Um had uh, an absolute blast building the deck. I think it's uh, even more formidable now than it was uh two weeks ago. So that's very impressive. Um good luck to obviously KYT as well. Um I'm glad you won't be playing Sword of War and Peace this weekend, but I still hope you do well. Uh congratulations, Jay, on your victory at Woo. Game Day. To become the, champion, the, uh, oh. the defending game day champion.
4: Whoa,
1: J1 game day?
0: He did. Yeah, what for the, the hell's second.
1: going on over there, you... man? He's just winning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the A team influence. I think that's what it is.
0: He didn't start winning tournaments until you came on to fucking keep him honest about his deck choices, though.
1: I think so. I think it's that. Yeah, I think I'll take credit for that. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. No. That's... Oh,
4: yeah. No, that's true. I have another thing you can take credit for too. Legitimately take credit for it. Oh, sick. I hope it's something good.
0: Waiting for it.
4: No, no, I'll do it in my
2: shadow.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, oh, well. So, shout out to Vito for the Sick Alters. Uh, shout out to Revised Angel for her endless fangirl Yes, Woo. I love you. It's awesome. You're hilarious. Um, and... Shout out to Carlos for inspiring half of my crazy EDH decks. Shout out to Andrew Magrini for being like an awesome bastion of sanity during my crazy work days. Uh, he always pops up on Facebook with like random EDH stuff. So it just like gives me that break from the mon- from the monotony. Sick. Um, shout out to J. Cal for being a pussy. You're fucking terrible. Man up. <laughs> Holy shit. Um Donate sperm because otherwise, man, the way you're running, you just are not procreating. Otherwise, <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> I gotta start playing Diablo. Yeah, shout out to Blizzard Diablo 3. Uh, shout out to my uh, my dungeon crashing crew, uh, Tyrone, uh, Dave, and Lansdell, um, and a bunch of others that come in and out, Jacob and whatnot. Um, I'm good. Next, Jay.
4: Sure. Uh, shout out to John Medina for
2: discovering. Uh, what's that card called? Faith Shield. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember this, but John talked about that card fucking forever ago.
4: Yeah, I remember. And about,
2: it. and about how it was good. I still. I don't know if it's good still, but Nina fucking swears by it, and normally she's right about that kind of stuff. So, um. So yeah. So shout out to John Medina for. He's got to take credit for it. He's the first ever that's ever thought of that, ever.
1: No, it was actually Smitty. It was actually Smitty who thought about that first.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Before the card
1: was invented. That makes sense, that makes sense. Okay, cool.
2: (laughs) Sorry, so I I, got to give John credit for introducing me to it, and then Smitty credit for inventing it. (laughs) Uh That's what you said. And then, uh, what else we got, what else we got? I got to give a shout-out to the Tabor guys who came down and had just a great time. And uh, I got to give a shout out to, to Steve, who is always, he's the guy, like you guys know these guys, these type of guys, where they don't know, they don't know what kind of deck they should play, and they're always kind of back and forth, and like, eh, I don't know what deck to play, i do to play this, i don't to play that, i don't to play this. So, <clears throat> Steve has uh, been playing blue-white like Delver and blue-white Cobb forever, but he always switches between that and like something bad, and. Some, I don't know, he, like, loves Lansdell, so he just, like, brews that shit up all the time into the mist and all this garbage. <laughs> so he goes and he shows up to game day, comes down from Tabor, which is, like, two hours away, and he started playing game day, and he goes, like, 4 with Delver, just straight up, like, just loses, gets crushed all day. So I gotta give a shout-out to him, because I feel so bad for him. And, uh, what else? We gotta give a shout-out to Adam. For losing the fucking fucking O-ring? Fucking O-ring. Um,
4: who else we got? Gotta give a shout out to Ben, the judge for judging game day. What else? That's about it. That's all I got. Shout out to Transformers 2. <laughs>
2: shout out to fucking Michael Bay. I don't I don't give a shit what anybody says about you. I think you're fine. Oh, and I have to give a shout out to Adam Jury. Uh, who is was like featured uh, on a i don 't remember what star city it was it was like maybe two or three weeks ago or something um, and he he 's made a bunch of really awesome custom tokens that are actually just insanely badass um, and uh, so he he 's a graphic and a game designer and he um, gave some of the tokens to Marshall and Joey Pasco when they were down there and they like loved them and tweeted about them and everything and they 're actually amazing and he 's one of the guys from Tabor that comes and plays uh, game days and stuff up here. So uh, it's Adam Jury, just like in court. Uh, if you want to check him out, you can talk to him on uh, Twitter at Adam Jury or you can email him at Adam Jury at Adam dot com. Sorry, Adam at Adam Jury dot com. And uh, you should check out his stuff. It's really cool. And he's interested in basically just like doing, making anything, like any kind of token or any kind of whatever, really game paraphernalia for anyone. And he's just a really nice guy. So check him out.
0: Yeah. Nice. So uh, I I actually forgot one real quick and and I want to make sure that we get it in here. Um so I want to give a shout out to Michael Flores. Um he oh, yeah. recently had uh he suffered a loss the community suffered a loss uh Charlie Tuna passed away recently uh playing basketball and suffered from a uh, a massive heart attack all of a sudden. So um he posted a fantastic um uh, our post on his blog com, where he goes through and talks about you know how much of an influence Tuna has had on his life, and uh, and it was really really a, a well written piece and you know something he should be very proud of and I'm sure that uh, that Tuna would be as well. So I'd like for us all to just kind of like have a moment of silence for Charlie um, and what he has meant uh, to the game and the people that loved him.
4: All right. Thank you. I'm done. Oh, we
2: didn't read any of the comments from last week's show, even though, like, a lot wow. of them are so fucking great.
4: Yeah, uh, <laughs> so,
2: so shout out to anybody who, who did a comment, because um, I, like, read them today and was just floored. They're great.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not even trolling.
2: Guy. Like, I actually just really enjoyed them.
0: Hey, KYT, does your, your comment count... On the bottom of it, does it actually count the Facebook comments as well? No, no, so in total, we have 81 comments
3: for last episode, <laughs> but a large large credit goes to John for uh, putting up a bonfire. Um, yeah, I think we need to do like if you want to see the, these like the high level comments, we've got to do more giveaways and, and I
2: think though I think though that somebody said it correctly where they said like they suggested that we do a giveaway to random commenters over the course of a couple of episodes like we don't tell people hey comment and then you'll get one we say like we're gonna give away a bonfire in the next three episodes to a random commenter uh or something to that effect so that people don't get burned who are always commenting and we're not just getting comments from the fucking scavengers <laughs> yeah i'm down <laughs> with that
3: um so anyways on to my shout out shout to anyone who put a comment on our last episode Except uh, for Except for <laughs>
0: The one guy that said less KYT. Oh, okay. I mean certainly dirt, this guy hasn't been dirt listening, gaga.
3: listening to all our previous eighty six episodes to know that, you know, less KYT you can have it on every every one of those on other every episodes. other episode. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna complain about that one episode. Yeah, I just yeah. talked about Red
2: Green Less fucking you. Less that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't win the
3: bonfire. Um, shouts to Chris Lansdale, who, uh, you know, had a great time with him and uh, he just <laughs> out of all the comments went ape shit in his yeah, <laughs> to man. one of our listeners, <laughs> and uh, it the seemed Hulk like smash. the guy took it. Yeah, the guy took it pretty well. <laughs> the other guy, like sort of backed like, off back right off was like Whoa. <laughs> oh
4: it's not we got a up. badass
3: over here and even liked lansdale's comment so much respect to that guy for uh not uh, making this a flame war um shout out to blizzard absolutely love uh the the social aspect of it so that when i log on at four and 5 a.m i know there are other sickos like me <laughs>
4: yeah <laughs>
3: so I feel is that how spooky?
0: you're getting all the time in because you're waking up early to play I'm
4: not losing to watch cinematics.
3: Um, and shouts to Jerry, um, who is going to be on a future episode and uh, who has given me a few extra tips, secret tips. Oh, yeah. It's upcoming weekend. Yeah. you should talk to him, Jerry. Be, be like, gonna... what? Why, why? are you playing Restoration Angel? Why? Why? I don't think
2: Jerry wants to talk to me. I tried asking Jerry. I was like, "What's up, man? Why? What's going on?"
4: What's going on with him? Some... And then he was like, "No, no, I'm JRT. Just ignore you." <laughs> um,
3: and shouts to Hayne and Kaplan, who I will finally get to see again this weekend. I miss those guys. And uh, you know, there's some people that are scared that Hayne was going to play this weekend. But remember, kids, he's the captain of the Canadian team, so he can't play at the World Cup qualifier. And he's already queued for Seattle. So he can't So he can't play the PTQ. I think he can't play. He can't play them or he can't win it. Oh,
0: no, he's qualified and he has a ticket, right?
3: Right, right. So he can't can't even play. So what he is going to do is stare down at my opponents for me. (laughs) uh, Scare the shit out of them. Just stand behind you. It's going to be like... (laughs) The worst part
0: is is KYT's playing and all of a sudden he starts kind of looking over at KYT and... (laughs) KYT picks up and he's like, fuck, I'm playing wrong. Fuck, I'm playing badly. Oh my god. It's gonna be like me against
3: Nina, and then Haynes gonna be behind me. Do it. Multifor. Well, I, I don't use the
4: Multifor. Do Malt it.
2: it. Multifor. I believe That's in funny. you. I believe in you.
4: That's fine. and then four cards. Jesus,
3: Jesus turned a Multifor into wine. It's gonna be land, 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 restoration angel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> untap draw he'd be like draw delver well land delver <laughs> oh look blind vanalik oh <laughs> land go <laughs> anyways
3: um well, shout out to nina she was cool about it um and uh that's my shout outs for this week
0: so i guess that kind of finishes it off right
3: right right Shout outs to kyle extra shouts because he's gonna have to do a hell of a job to
4: weave all this in.
0: <laughs> all right, well then uh, next week uh, I'm fairly sure that uh, Conley Woods indicated that he's going to join us next week. Yeah. Um, for all of for all of you Canadians out there that are dying to find out and hear from you know Alex, uh, we were going to try to have him on tonight, but uh, apparently just travel and all of that shit didn't work out. Uh, we will be having him on uh, very soon. We promise. And if we have to do a separate episode based on timing where it's just nothing but, you know, us talking to him about it, then we'll do that if we have to. Um, But rest assured, you will get your fix of your Canadian champion.
4: Yeah. 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 Okay?
0: So until next time...
4: Nice shot, Cooper. Nice shot, Cooper. (laughs) See you guys later. Peace.
1: So we brought more money this year, okay? And, uh...
0: (laughs) Bob? (laughs) Do it, do it. Hello? Hello? (laughs) We brought more money and... And... Oh, I got that there's a problem with the call note. Mm. Well, I guess we lost Bob on the field. <laughs> back to Asian
1: reporter, Car Young Kam. <laughs>
0: Alright, I'm back. So right. You brought more money this time.
1: Okay, cliffhanger.
4: I brought more money. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we brought more money.